Hi guys, you're welcome to another episode of the Storytime with Jay podcast and I remain your beautiful, amazing, intelligent host, Jay. So today's episode promises to be amazing and promises to be interesting. If you have plans of passing this podcast to do things around the house, take your devices with you and listen, okay? If you're going out to protest, of course, you can listen when you get home, right? So I hope you guys enjoy today's content, okay? Because I'm so excited to share with you guys. And of course, don't touch that dial, don't pause it, and stay tuned. So I'm going to um, do a quick recap of the things that have happened so far. Uh, we're still protesting. People are still going out every day, you know, protesting. A lot of lives were lost, but people are not relenting. They're lending their voices to this um, fight, to this struggle that we've had in Nigeria for the longest time. A lot of local artists have gone on the walks as well with people protest. There's been prayer walks. That's like one of my favorite parts of the whole protest was just seeing people taking prayer walks and, you know, praying because that's what they believe in. And I believe in the power of prayer as well. So I'm glad that people, right, are doing what they can to make our voices be heard. So a lot of people have been doing social media. A lot of people have been at the forefront of this fight, you know. And I'm glad that the revolution is being televised. You know, we have international media. We have a lot of people talking about it. You have even international celebrities talking about it. So I'm just glad that our voices are being heard because a lot of people are going for this protest every day. A lot of people on social media are doing their beats. You know, the information is out there. Let me leave it at that. The information is out there. And that is what inspired this episode. You know, I was having a conversation. I'm sure you guys are like, oh yeah, another conversation. Yeah, I have. I talk a lot, okay? <laughs> I guess that's why I have a podcast. So um, I was having this conversation with someone. I would consider him a friend. And he was saying, he was saying that it's funny how you have plans for this year, like 2020, everybody came into this year having plans. And at the end of the day, you find out that you had your own plans. 2020 had her own plans. So it was just funny because I could relate to that comment that he made. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that comment because I had like a whole nother kind of thing that I wanted to talk about this month. But like I said last week, I think I said last week, it would be very insensitive of me with people losing their lives, people going out there every day to protest, regardless of whatever they might face. And for me to talk about something totally unrelated to what is going on right now. So I felt it was my duty to at least shed a little bit of light on the situation at hand. So when he said that, it just hit me because a lot of us had plans, like a lot of us had serious plans for the year. A lot of people wanted to travel. A lot of people wanted to do things, you know, but 2020 just came. COVID came. COVID was the main game player, came and changed a lot of things. So when this protest started, I was like, 2020 is really that year to remember because 
I never saw this coming. I'm sure a lot of us didn't see this coming. We didn't think it was it was going to be so much of a thing that it would get so much international attention. You know, we just like I personally, let me personalize it. I just thought that okay, after a couple of days, I was hoping people won't get tired. But I was thinking people would be tired. But I'm glad that we're fooled by, you know, years of just being tired of getting the same treatment from this group of people. So uh, that is kind of what inspired today's episode because there have been a lot of people that have been at the forefront of this protest. You know, I'm not going to mention names, of course, but they're just being amazing. Okay. And that is what inspired today's episode because I was thinking, what am I going to even say I want to talk about today? But this topic just fell on my laps and I'm glad it did because I get to appreciate this, this particular set of people, you know, yeah, yeah. People will be like, oh, I know, I know you're a feminist. That's why you're doing this. But to be a feminist is not really a bad thing, right? It's not, you know, it's just about getting information out there and just standing for what you believe really. Okay. So I don't know why people have a twisted, you know, idea or mindset about feminists. We're not holding pitchforks and trying to, you know, sacrifice anybody or anything. So that is what brought about today's episode. And I'm glad I'm getting to do this episode. So you guys need to stay tuned to hear what I'm going to talk about today. But I'm sure you already have an idea, right? So I said, don't touch that dial, don't pause the podcast, and just keep listening. So today's episode, I'm going to be starting off with something called a cup of motivation. So which is like having tea, right? And today I would just like to focus on stereotypes because I believe that stereotypes are the reasons why this protest are even taking place, right? In the first place, <laughs> my, excuse my tautology, but I feel like the reason why this is happening is because a lot of youths have been stereotyped. You see someone looking a certain way and you feel like this is because they look this way, this is who they are, which is completely wrong. So you see someone with dreads and you think they're a criminal or you see someone with a laptop, a really good laptop or an iPhone 11 or something. And then you assume that this person must be doing some kind of Yahoo or this person is a fraudster. These are all wrong or they have a tattoo that makes them bad or they're putting on leg chains that makes them bad. Personally, I do not agree with that mindset. Okay, a lot of people feel that way. You know, even this protest, I've heard a lot of um adults, old people say that, oh, now those now those Yahoo boys now then they fight, say me they may they answer us, which is wrong, which is completely wrong. Because a lot of people are just tired of being stereotypes. Yes, they are bad people, okay? But just because you look a certain way doesn't mean that you're a bad person. So I have a personal experience. I recently started wearing leg change, right? And I love it because, hey, it makes me happy and I will do what makes me happy, right? So I, my friend had um her naming on Tuesday. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And I went, I was really looking nice, by the way. I had on this mustard dress and, um, you know, I had on my leg chain. I was, my dreads, I don't have natural dress, by the way, sewn in dreads. And I was really feeling good. Yes, yeah, some idiots tried to harass me. Fine girl, how you, 
I just ignored those people. They they are irrelevant. So got to the party and someone I know, I saw the way her, her eyes just went straight to my legs. And, you know, and when her eyes came back up, it was like, oh, why? I Like, I could read her eyes and she was like, oh, leg chin. Now, wow, this one don't spoil. Another kind of thing is the reason why I feel like there's even police brutality in Nigeria in the first place. Where you see somebody and you just assume, say, this person are shell, this person are like this because of the way it look. You know, to make sense to me, you know? And even this protest, right? As peaceful as it has been, a lot of people don't die. A lot of people don't lose their lives. And you know, to me, you know, makes sense. You know, you know, makes sense to me. You understand what they talk. Because why the way I go look, me say you go arrest me, say I be bad guy. And people, when they do bad things, they're there, they're there. You get people that are doing bad things are out there and yeah sometimes they get arrested and the likes but you know some people are getting arrested more than people that are guilty as far as i'm concerned so i like the fact that this generation they don't take the back seats they know they take rubbish they, they give you basketballs as you they don't return them they give you back you know it's not like they want to be disrespectful but doing things the right the nice way is not getting the result that they need so they need to let their voices be heard. And I like the fact that a lot of international celebrities have lent their voices to it, are lending their voices to it. Even the CEO of Twitter has lent his voice to the cause. All those my friends that have not said anything, side eyes to all of you. I'm seeing all of you, okay? Side eyes. Like, I'm not judging. Some people don't want to get involved in things they see, they deem um as political. I'm not very political myself, but... This is something that has been going on for a while. And a lot of people have lost their loved ones. Like I said last week, it touched everybody. Okay? If you think it not touch you, you'll come home for 30 December. And you don't want to make this kind of thing happen to you. So it's better we talk about it. You know, we like preach. Say the things that need to be said. Let our voices be heard. And I'm so glad that <laughs> this is Independent Month. So this month... And this year is going to go down in history as the year that Nigerian youths decided that you don't do enough is enough. And I'm super glad to be experiencing this. I'm not even going to lie. You know, I'm not being, I'm not gone for any um protest. Okay. I mean, <laughs> like I haven't been able to go for any protest, but I've been seeing everything and I've been doing my own path in you know creating awareness for what we're fighting against so um there are a group of people that made me decide to do this particular episode but before i get into that i had this conversation i'm always having conversations with everybody okay i had this conversation with a friend and he said that 2020 was is that year that you know we all had our own plans I was just trying to get booed up this year, to be honest. I was just trying to be get to like to be getting into a relationship if that's proper English. Yes, yeah, something like that. Not like there were any prospects, so but it was something that I wanted to work towards. Then coronavirus happened, and um, you know, everybody started staying indoors and um the likes. So he was like, 2020 is that year where you had your own plans, and 2020 is like, hello, knock knock. I'm here with my own plan. So I never saw this coming, you know, this month, I already planned out what I was going to talk about for the month of October, you know, related to Nigeria, but not in this particular sense. So when that happened, when the protest started and I realized that I had to change 
my my topics for the month because you'll be insensitive for me to go on with what I was like planned out already. I was like, oh Lord, where am I going to start? Where am I going to start? So it's just so crazy where you have something. I didn't think I was going to talk about this today, to be honest. I just wanted to, you know, just create content and just release it. That sounds wrong, right? And just release. <laughs> Please do not take that release the wrong way. I don't, you like, my mind is just dirty or something. But yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. So today, I what brought about um, this topic was just seeing the way this group of people, you know, they organized the protest, you know, sorting medical bills, legal, legal fees, you know, just taking that fight and just carrying it on their chest. Like they, they took on the, the, the fight with their chest, with their full chest, according to Dorothy, because I never said this kind of thing before. And that is why I decided that today I was going to talk about Nigerian women. Ah, yes, I'm going to be talking about Nigerian women. Okay. But women around the world, they're amazing. They're beautiful. You know, they're intelligent and they stand out wherever they are. But I decided to bring you home. So I hope you have your cup of coffee with you and you've turned up the volume of your devices because we're about to start our history class. So we've had a lot of women that have fought for us, right? For our rights. So I'm just going to do a quick roll call of some women and I'll talk about some of them, not all of them. So you have Margaret April, you have Olufumilayo, Ransom Kuti, Agbani Darego, Chimamanda Adiche. What would the list be if you don't mention Chimamanda Adiche? You know, the reason, like I said, why I decided to do this was because of the NSAS protests how strong I have seen women like in this protest. Women are strong, don't get me wrong. But the way they have stood with their full chest, like I said earlier, man, is amazing. I'm not going to mention names, okay? They've been, literally been at the forefront of this fight. Like when I see what these women are doing, I'm so proud to be a woman. And not just to be a woman, to be a Nigerian woman. Because as far as I'm concerned, these women have cemented their names in our history books. Yes, I believe that. If See, Times Magazine, if you're looking at influential people, these people, their names have to be there, you know? You hear their names, you will know them. And that's the thing. Their names are already going round, but this is only the beginning of greater things to come for those women. So I just know that I had to do this appreciation post just to let people outside, people in diaspora, my friends, uh, new listeners, just to have an idea of, you know, what I'm talking about. And um, as far as I'm concerned, these women, they are the class of 2020 warriors. You know, they took up the charge to fight this plague that has been unleashed upon us as Nigerians. Because I don't think, you know, from organizing, oh, this person needs this here. They send help. This person needs this here. It's just amazing the unity and just how strong and damning the consequences of whatever it is that might happen. You know, it's so amazing to see women not scared of anything, not scared of the repercussions because they're fighting for their rights. Okay. This is how they know how to fight. By letting their voices be heard. This is how they fight. This is how they let people know that, oh, this is what is going on. And right now, all over the world, like a lot of people know about this particular protest because people have talked so much about it that international bodies are taking note of what is going on in our country right now. 
So the first person I'm going to talk about, like I said, history class, I'm going to talk about Fumilayo Rason Kuti. She's late. She's the mother of um, Afrobeat musician who is also late, um, Fela Kuti. Um, you know, she was an activist. She was a teacher. Yay, teachers rock. She was a political campaigner. You know, she was she was a lot of things. And the amazing thing about her is she was the first woman to drive a car in the entire country. Yes, in Nigeria, Olufemilayo Ransom Kuti was the first woman. And that, she just, that was history, you know. She fought for a lot of women's rights. But that one, no, to be the first woman to drive a car in the entire Nigeria, you know, nobody can ever forget that. And um, the second person is Ladi Dose Kwali. So for my friends in diaspora, you could just Google 20 Naira Notes. The woman at the back of the 20 Naira Notes is Ladi Dose Kwali. She's the um, pioneer of modern poetry in um, Nigeria. She was the first, she was also the first and only Nigerian woman to appear on a currency note. So she's on the 20 Naira Notes. So you guys can check that out. It's amazing. She's the only woman, first and only Nigerian woman to appear on a currency note. That is amazing. Okay. I also have on my list, I also have um, Mo Abudu. She has a lot of her movies on Netflix. She's the first one to own. She's the first woman to own a Pan-African TV channel in Nigeria and the rest of the continent. Amazing stuff. She's the first. She's the first woman to own her own TV channel in Nigeria. Okay, when I say women are amazing, these are the kind of things that they do. That's why I said they stand out wherever they are. Women go for the best. We don't settle. We don't settle for mediocre things. So it's just amazing that they're so strong and yet people just want to relegate them to the kitchen. It did not, it doesn't make sense. It did not make sense to me. It will never make sense to me. There's so much more to a woman than housework, you know? Um, the next woman on my list is Ameyo Adadevil. This woman is a legend in Nigeria. She's a legend. Okay. She was a Nigerian physician. So when the Ebola thing started in Nigeria, she was the one Ameyo Adadevo, she was the one who curbed Ebola from going out, like being giddy on our neck. You know, like when dog go bite you for body, can't hold you for one side of your flesh. Say, now here in one die today. She's the reason why the dog not hold our flesh. Say, one chop our body. Because she curbed the Ebola virus. She placed the um, patient zero, okay, in quarantine. Um, despite pressure from the Liberian government, okay, she placed him in quarantine or quarantine. Was quarantine or not quarantine? <laughs> quarantine. Is it quarantine? Quarantine. You get the point, right? So, um, she's credited with having curbed a wider spread of the Ebola virus in Nigeria. Uh, we also have um Agbani Derego. She was the first Nigerian um woman to win Miss World. That one we can never forget because that day was like a party. In Nigeria, because we're so excited, you know, it's just a way of appreciating women because women have done a lot of amazing things. Imagine if um Dr. Ameyo wasn't able to curb, you know, she lost her life because of the Ebola virus. But imagine if she wasn't able to curb the patient zero or more, if or bad, if or bad. So another person is Dora and Kem Akunyili. The thing is, all these things are on the internet, you know, it's just to search and research and, 
this research thing makes me remember when some people said they had to do research before they could speak on the NSARS protest because it ought to make sense to me. Say, if it's something that if you want to do, if you want to do your shuku, if you want to use Nigeria as your aesthetics in your video or for your YouTube, it is sweet. But come and help us. Come and lend you. You have a big platform. You have a huge platform. Come and lend your voice to this thing. You say you want to do research. Go to, go chop that research where you say you want to do. Nonsense. Ooh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I just got a bit upset because when I think about when I hear research now, research has a new meaning for me. So um Dora Nkem Akunyeli, she was the director general of National Agency for Food and Drugs Administration and Control of Nigeria. That's NAVDAC. She was in charge from 2001 to 2008. You know, we also have Grace Alele Williams. There are a lot of women. I know if you call out their names, finish. Like, there are so many women that are doing amazing things. It's just, for now, the new crop of 2020 warriors. I can't mention their names just, just yet. But this new generation of women, they are so bold, they are strong, and they will not back down from a fight. They are saying things that even me, I can't say on this podcast. Those people have mind, you know, the same way they are warm, they are caring, they are nurturing, they are fierce, and they will not cower from this fight. They are at the forefront of this fight. I know I've said this before, you know, and at the end of the day, it's a long walk to freedom, but I'm glad they are the ones leading the fight. Because if these women, if this crop of women are the ones leading the fights, then there's hope for Nigeria at the end of the day. So while I won't mention their names today, I see you, we feel you, or I feel you, not in a weird way though, and we appreciate you. And I appreciate you. I'm just grateful for all the things that these women are doing. You know, I'm seeing a lot of pictures of women at the protest, you know, with their hands held up high, fists closed. It's just so refreshing to see how 2020 is playing out when it comes to us lending our voices to things that are important that are important to us so um i just want everybody to continue to support the movement continue to do what you can do hopefully no lives are lost anymore i just want people to be safe so like i said last week please corona is still outside I would love for everyone to continue to stay safe and um, use your face mask, your sanitizer. In as much as you're eating protest food, please continue to stay safe. Don't get carried away. I wish some people are finding love at protest ground. Oh, hey, God. God, when now? Uh-uh. Like, I've been seeing, <laughs> even though, like, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of, a lot of tweets about people finding love at protest ground. And it's so amazing because... It seems genuine. Or even if, like, me, I will go for a protest wedding, Sha. I'm not even going to lie because I know the food, the food, <laughs> the food is going to slap. You know, people have been enjoying different things, you know. While it's not taking away from the main message, it's helping us to see that regardless, we always find a way to be happy. Nigerians, eh? Throw anything at us, we'll find a way to be happy. But when enough is enough, we talk. We speak out, and that is what we're doing right now. So people have been finding love at protests. People have been eating a lot of things. There's been asun. There's been turkey. You know, I see some of this food, and I want to go and protest. I'm not even going to lie. I see some of this. Uh-uh, today I saw asun with turkey, and I was like, uh-uh. 
onto this protest. We move now. Let's go and eat this thing. You know, people are... I had that lucky, lucky um, toll gate place. Um, all the boys there, they are fine, you know. Ah, like it since so. Like it's the way right now. <laughs> like it's the way right now. Well, a big shout out to everyone that has been going out to lend their voices to the protest. You know, it's amazing. A lot of us can't be there, but you guys go there every day. If you're finding love, if you're going for food, you're going for love, whatever you're going for, just be focused and um corona is still out there. So I just want to um share um two quotes with you guys as I end the podcast. Okay. So um the first one says, of course, I had to play a bit, right? But this episode is still about women. So it says strong women aren't simply born. We are forged through the challenges of life. With each challenge, we grow mentally and emotionally. We move forward with our held head held high and a strength that cannot be denied. A woman who who's been through the storm and survived. We are warriors, of course. And the second one says, and one day she discovered that she was fierce and strong and full of fire and that not even she could hold herself back because her passion burned brighter than her fears. That's by Mark Anthony. So that is the note on which I'm going to end today's podcast. And I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing weekend. I hope the protests continue to be peaceful. I wish you guys a lovely weekend. Corona is still out there. So I don't know about maintaining um, physical distancing because, hey, protests are going on. So I hope um, and pray that God continues to keep us all safe. So stay well, stay blessed, and have a beautiful weekend. And I remain your podcast host, Jay. Later.